0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Media Haven podcast. This is episode two of season one with your host Saint, and today I'm joined by my friend Kevin. Kevin, go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: Hello, hello. Um, my name is Kevin. I'll be accompanying. Uh, I'll be accompanying your host, your lovely host today on uh, on the episode. Uh, kind of, I'm kind of excited to do this. Uh, I haven't haven't exactly socialized with. Just about anybody since uh, since quarantine started. So this is kind of like uh, this is kind of like Six Flags for me right now. This is a uh, blood pumping, blood pumping uh, activity, exhilarating if you. Will. All
0: right, and so on today's episode, we're going to be talking about not a new movie, but a fairly recent movie called Promising Young Woman. Ah, uh, let's see. How can we describe the premise of this movie?
1: I mean, the premise of the movie just centers around it's it's a, a vision it's a vigilante movie. I yeah. mean within the first like fifteen minutes, 20 minutes maybe or so of the film the tone of it will definitely let you know what kind of what kind of movie it is because the premise gets set fairly fairly quick yeah I don't think it takes I don't think it takes 20 minutes to set up the premise because it gets into the small talk about you know the men kind like it, it, it immediately... I think it immediately gets into the, the the drunk vulnerable, uh, woman right into into kind of like that, and then the men talking about it. So it kind of immediately kind of tells you, okay, this is, this is what it's trying to do. This is where it's going.
0: And just for a quick breakdown, so "Promising Young Woman" is a movie starring Carrie Mulligan, who plays uh, Cassie Thomas, and she is, what was it? What was it? A uh, a coffee shop uh cashier who would spend her nights pretending to be drunk to lure out men who take advantage of vulnerable women at bars or clubs and then expose them as being fake potential nice or yeah fake nice guys or potential even so sexual assaulters and rapists and so throughout the course of this movie we see cassie go on these various escapades As a means of, I'd say, bringing a call to action for an event that occurred to her friend in college in which she was raped by a fellow classmate and nothing was done about it. And with her friend being raped, she ended up committing suicide. And so she also wants to have the people who were involved and responsible for these actions to be held accountable. Right. So... Kevin and I sat down and we watched the movie fairly recently. I watched it first, and then I had I rewatched it again with Kevin. And that was the only time you watched it, right, Kev?
1: That was the only time I had ever heard about it. I hadn't even seen trailers, heard talk about it on social media. I did not know of its existence. Okay, you got
0: it right. And so the movie itself was fairly interesting. Um, I didn't... Part I wouldn't say I disliked it, but I wouldn't I wouldn't say I was very fond of it, and that's more so because I don't think the movie was made for my demographic per se. What do
1: you mean? As by it, your demographic, so as in like a, a woman.
0: Yeah. So it was. Yeah, up front. it was. Yeah, yeah, like, it was just it was a movie made for women. It was a movie primarily made for women. It wasn't It wasn't catered towards what we call cis straight men. It was primarily oh. made oh. for women. Right. Wait, so, why do
1: you say that? What what gives it that impression that it's primarily made for women? For you?
0: Okay, so
1: I, I mean, I, I don't think I necessarily got the same vibe, but I I feel like I might relate to to what you're saying. Okay,
0: so I think the movie was primarily made for women solely because of the of the experience that we're seeing Cassie go through. While it is, while yes, we can say that men are also victims of rape and victims of sexual assault. The way it is portrayed in the movie, it is primarily portrayed to showcase how women handle that situation, how women I mean, handled yeah, how the idea of, of, yeah, of they, being vulnerable, being raped, and how, how common it is for men to see them in this vulnerable state and try to take advantage of them. Because again, the, the opening scene to this movie is Cassie pretending to be drunk and vulnerable at this bar after... You know, several what what we can be assume to be, you know, white office businessmen, right, are here celebrating having a having a drink.
1: We're on a boys' night out.
0: Yeah, boys' night out. So, and it already in this cutscene, this is this is something that I can't relate to, because I I don't know what it's like to be a drunk woman at a club.
1: You don't don't particularly... You're not that fond
0: of drinking, actually, are you? Yeah, I'm not not a big drinker either.
1: Yeah.
0: And then on top of that... The following scene is a particular guy, or one of the guys at the same club, pretending to take Cassie home for her quote-unquote safety, only to bring her to his house and try to take advantage of her while she is intoxicated.
1: Right? Then even when they initially depart from the, from the club and he's, you know, getting into the car, I'm, I, I think the m- movie does a decently good job at, at showing his mindset kind of go from, well, I'm not going to take advantage to, of, of, of the situation that I'm currently in to, well, maybe I could to, well, I think I should actually, yeah. How do I make it happen? It, it's kinda, it's kind of it's kind of nuts how it goes through you know how it goes through that that base that self kind of I guess the self deception uh, yeah. not really self deception but more like a rationalization like yeah I should be doing this for X reason like it's not it's it doesn't it, doing this doesn't mean that about me you know
0: because like, it just it just simply showcases the idea of I mean what harm is there in if I do this act right because that's that's what that's what he the mindset that you can see in in this person before he. He realized that she's not drunk and she was pretending to do this his whole time. And when she questions him on his motives and his actions, you know, he doesn't really have an response. Because he's, again, he realizes that he was in a position where he was about to take advantage of this drunk woman. Yeah. And that is why I say that I can't relate to this movie and that this movie was primarily made for the demographic of women.
1: Because their place is such a high, like focus on on what you know what they're feeling,
0: and the vulnerability that they feel, and the the sort of fear that they feel when they're placed in these positions. And throughout the movie, this is a recurring theme because it showcases all these different men, while all harboring, while all showcasing different personalities, they all harbor the same feelings. Because we see the one where you know, Cassie's pretending to be drunk and he's, he's here, he's high, he's, he, you know, he's talking about himself a lot and he's yeah, yeah, trying to, you know, have sex with Cassie before she falls asleep or passes out. And then, then
1: then it's a no-no, right? Yeah. Then the taboo is, like, inescapable.
0: So then when he actually realizes that, hey, she's not drunk and she questions him on all these different stuff that he pretended to know about her to, to try to get to sleep with her and everything... <laughs> so- yeah it's 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 messed up it is messed up and i feel like that's what the movie wanted to showcase that hey like there are guys out there that are very much so like this and that they are in general just messed up guys like they yeah, well
1: something something about it not not to interject too abruptly but i feel like they place a really really high emphasis also on on the different like colors different shapes sizes of the people of the men perpetrating this like they didn't focus on on anyone, you know what I mean? Like they made an active effort to make sure that men of all different kinds perpetrated this behavior or or committed it, you know, committed the act.
0: Yeah. And I think that was I think the necessity for the action was mainly to show that, you know, not just because a person might not look like they fit this demographic, they fit this right. this category, doesn't mean that they aren't. Because we saw we saw again office business white men we saw guys that like to just sit here get drunk and high we saw i'd say yeah i'd say he was an urban black man we saw a successful doctor from college who you know who perpetrated the rape of Cassie's friend
1: different different tax brackets yeah every
0: mm-hmm. different every different category of guy there was was potentially a person that could be a rapist and that's something, so that is something I wanted to speak on as well. Now, I understand again that this movie is trying to speak on this topic by stating that these are men that commit these acts and they could virtually look like anyone. And they could also be somebody that you know.
1: Definitely, it could be right in front of you. Yeah.
0: It's just, the problem I had with the way they showcased that was, in Cassie's vigilantism, I think that she made herself extremely vulnerable.
1: Most, most certainly.
0: Yeah. And then the, the results of her actions were never shown. Because while it stated that she would publicly out these men as being potential rapists, we don't see any repercussions for any of these people until the very end of the movie and it came at the cost of her life.
1: Yeah, it's that's that's where the movie really really takes a turn for me for me personally because I feel like it just doesn't really execute well on what it tried to go for and it completely undid some of the um some of the of the payoff that had been building up for the first, you know, whatever hour 30 of the minute of the movie. It was i i i don't i don't know the whole the whole it's just how it happened on screen right like it happened so abruptly her you know building her building the case right her uh making her way into the into the party you know she basically infiltrated she you know she she set this she set this whole thing up and then when she was giving her climactic speech it's it's like the I don't know it's like the movie went for a hail Mary man, and it just did not you know instead of instead of coming off more more poignant or more you know more like just deeper than than just deep in the message that it was trying to to convey it 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 fell flat it it almost because the movie I would say is kind of like a dark comedy at some at some points definitely um I don't really watch the style of movie, but I feel like it has some dark comedic you know. Uh, themes to it all throughout and this just fell completely into like the comedic part um at least at least from for me personally as, as as a viewer it's not I feel like it may have been due to the fact that I couldn't exactly uh relate to the fear and the vulnerability perhaps right
0: yeah but
1: I just I couldn't read the scene perhaps as was intended because just the way that it the way the quick Just the quickness and the the, how abrupt it was on screen, how it all happened, it was just it was like, oh my god, you know, it's like that that escalated so quickly and 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 I couldn't I couldn't really take in, you know what I mean? Take in the that all the vigilanteism would result in in this. It's what kind of what kind of vigilante movie does that? Yeah. I mean that's 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 a huge that's a huge thing that I felt, you know, took took a bit away from
0: And so I was talking to my girlfriend about it. Because she was the one that had me watch the movie. And I was talking to her about this after the movie. And I expressed to her that... I did not agree with Cassie's actions at the end of the movie. Because while I do understand wanting justice for her friend. And wanting this person to be punished and held accountable for his actions. The fact alone that... Cassie had to die... In order for this person to be outed as a rapist despite the fact that cassie had already had evidence i feel it was a bit unnecessary and
1: oh well yeah yeah i understand what you're saying
0: yeah like i've i don't think that cassie needed to die i understand that it it sends a deeper message by having cassie die and exposing this person for what he was because again we see that not only did when cassie confronted him not only did he kill cassie in the app, but he also tried to cover it up so now well, he's
1: yeah. he's and, being and tried and on murder and rape one another right
0: yeah so they they covered up cassie's murder and they try to pretend like nothing ever happened and move forward with their lives and quite frankly if cassie was not prepared for the action that she might have you know end up missing nothing would have come of it nobody would have known cassie would just been another name forgotten and there would have been a missing person alert on her for
1: right another another reported case like unresolved uh you know just this lack of evidence you know whatever what have you yeah it's another just another kind of victim in, in in the in the scheme of things
0: yeah so that part of the movie i didn't particularly like and another scene another scene it's not necessarily a bad scene it just stuck out to me and i don't know why this scene sticks out to me so much but the scene where cassie is she's sitting in her car in the middle of the road and then somebody's driving behind her and because she she's blocking him he pulls up to the side of her vehicle and starts road raging
1: oh that's right yeah so yeah yeah she went absolutely nuts
0: so so she gets out of the car you know starts breaking his taillights breaking his windshield breaking his headlights and everything and the entire time the guy is just sitting in the car just just calling hey his
1: hands like, "Oh, hey."
0: yeah what is wrong with you you crazy bitch and it's like it's ridiculous it's a ridiculous right. scene in itself and it just stands out to me because it's it's interesting to see it from that perspective because if you look at it from the guy's perspective it's like what is wrong with this guy like why is he so aggressive Dude, he's, why is he so angry yeah. Yeah. and then you look at you look at it from cassie too it's like like you can see that this is somebody that that is just fed up right Jesus right, had enough for everybody. Should
1: it's like, yeah, it's not just a road rage. It's 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 a little more than that. Yeah. But at the same time, you can't really take that into you know into the real world ro- real world because a, let's say the dude was really road raging, right? And, yeah. You know this small you know not not too built not particularly built woman, right? Is mm. is threatening you know physical assault to your property or your person? You're getting out the car. Yeah. Getting up the car and you're disarming her. Right? Yes. You know, you're doing something like that's just instinctively heat of the moment, fight or flight. That's when it. that's what's going to kick in. And it was so it was it was just so it, it just seems so fixed, just so fictitious, just so so from, uh, you know, from I feel like it's inappropriate to say, but kind of from a woman's standpoint, I feel like, you know, if. If a, if a brother was in the room and they asked him, you know, like, this is the situation, this is how this is going down, you know, how are you reacting? I, I feel like the common the common average average Joe would tell you, man, I'm getting out the car, man. Yeah. I'm getting out the car. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm sizing up on her. I'm, you know, what, I'm yelling back. I'm not letting that happen, dude. That's, that's my bread. I have to pay for that. You know what I mean? That yeah, is, for sure. You know? I don't know. It, it just seemed very, very just there's no way that happens like there's that's just uh, you know uh, a re- a little revenge self-gratifying moment that you know that you post about on reddit that that people you know that people know didn't really happen yeah. that's that's what that was yeah. like
0: yeah it's on screen <laughs> well like all in all i find i did find the movie interesting i did find it a very interesting watch primarily because it's a topic that has now gained a lot of traction in, in modern time because of all of the you know the sexual assault cases that we're seeing, all the rape cases that we're seeing, and and the whole Me Too movement. Uh, the movie did kind of fly under the radar primarily because, again, it's it's a movie made by a woman for women, and movies like that don't normally gain traction unless there's a big cult following behind it,
1: or the director, or the, just the yeah. direction team, or something like that. Yeah. So while I mean, it's a, it, yeah, it's I mean. I wouldn't really say it's niche though. Is it would you say it's a niche it's a
0: niche movie? It's not a niche movie. It cuz it's such a broad general fear. Yeah. It's but... almost
1: primal that, you know, most women can relate to at one point or another. I but... feel like, you know, is it how you know, how can it be a niche film if it deals with such a such an umbrella feeling, such a, you know, such a a situation that can be that is basically ubiquitous anywhere you go at any, you know any parts of the world
0: and so like after watching the movie i definitely think that it's a movie that needed to exist and i feel that it's its creation has now opened up the room for another movie to come in and handle the same topic in a much more educational manner
1: Sure, but it's it's definitely not. Again, it's not exactly my style of film. Had you not recommended, it, I would not have watched it. But there have there's no way this is the first movie of its kind. Oh, for
0: sure, it's not. It's definitely it's not, not
1: subject matter, and you know, in general, there's this things to there's things to learn from it. But like you were saying regarding the traction for the movie, it's it's just difficult if it's marketed, you know, it, like especially and uniquely for. Uh, a certain audience, and then on top of that, it's almost—I feel like it's very easy to to deem that the movie is, uh, you know, not worth the time, not worth the watch. It's like, oh, another one of those movies, or another one of those, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> with the subject matter from from you know a, a very specific perspective, it's it's probably not new. You know, it won't be the it won't be the last of its kind, but most you know most certainly um it definitely opens up the the doors i think uh you know more than it did before it existed
0: and i think and i think really that's what matters having the have just knowing that this movie exists and it now opens up that door for more people to come in and look at this topic because it's been a topic that's been ignored for so long i think that's just overall just a good thing to have associated with yeah, your movie
1: it's exposure right at the end of the day it's it gets people talking yeah where did we watch it on netflix
0: um so we had watched a movie on amazon prime because that's where i i saw it it's available on amazon prime more than likely it is available on other streaming platforms but again yeah,
1: i definitely hope it is because it's the you know the wider of the audience that can consume that type of movie you know it's the better yeah it's it's that kind of it's that kind of media work you
0: know and this movie came out in 2019 it came out at around the height of covid or at least the height of the
1: height of covid it no covid started no covid started,
0: started... in, oh, no, COVID started in
1: 2020?
0: was it 2020 yes it was 2020 you're right um so
1: <laughs> the timeline's a little off let's see it's been going on too long man
0: wow oh no i was mistaken this movie came out in 2020 mm-hmm. it was
1: wait it came out during COVID. that's very cool maybe it had almost yeah maybe it had wrapped up production already and they were just yeah so
0: it it, it, it was finished in 2019 but it came out 2020 it came out around the end of 2020 actually so again it's a fairly it's a fairly recent movie so more than likely in the next coming months this movie is going to be available on more platforms as well. Right now it is only available on Amazon on Amazon Prime to my knowledge. You can also try Hulu, you might find it there. And I definitely think it's a movie that if you're interested, if you're interested in watching a movie not solely for watching a good or bad movie but for watching a movie based on handling a topic that you don't normally see handled, I would definitely recommend premise. watching it. Yeah. Like it's a movie that handles a premise very very differently.
1: I also wish that for for everything it does right, I do think that... Well, I actually want to ask you, do you think that the ending, the issues that you have with the ending, make it easy to, de- you know, kind of detracts from the movie by way of allowing people who want to write it off easily as just nonsense and not, you know, just a bad, an objectively bad movie, not really worth the time? Do you think mm-hmm. it makes it easier to write off in that regard? And, and that makes it even e- um, more difficult for it to get exposure? Because you know the ending being divisive for a, for a movie that you know is you know just trying to get out there especially with its audience like you know it's 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 specifically for an audience it, i feel like it kind of shoots you in the foot right yeah. to have to have a, a a supremely controversial ending um probably doesn't do you any favors in terms of you know getting a sequel greenlit. Yeah. Or going, or going, or you being a director and going to a studio and and saying, "Hey, this is the kind of movie I want to make." Hey, didn't you make that before and it didn't go that well? It's like that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I think I think the ending for the movie does make it that if even if you sat through the movie and there were parts that you did like, and there are parts that you didn't like, the ending automatically might overwrite that for some people, just because it might not be the ending that a lot of people wanted, and right. which with mediums that have endings that people don't want it makes it very difficult for a person to stand by it and say like i actually did enjoy this like i actually oh, it's did super hard yeah, yeah.
1: Super hard to defend it uh, defend it publicly yeah and recommend it you know recommend it as you would as you would a main house show or a main house yeah a main house movie definitely because somebody will double take you and you know just say, wait a minute. What are you What are you watching here? I don't know if I can take your recommendations anymore, Bigfoot.
0: Yeah. So I think the ending for that movie might just make it difficult to stand by. But I definitely do think, regardless of of whether you like the ending or not, I think it's still, again, it's still a movie with a with a, a premise that you should be interested in. Like a movie yeah, it's that with a, a, premise a premise that you should pay attention movie. to. It's yeah, a, it's
1: a premise movie, 100%. That's where the hook is, because the movie not only. I kind of feel like we're bashing on it a little bit. A lot of the things we've mentioned about it have been, you know, kind of, kind of, kind of towards the negative side. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of gonna add on to it. Uh, I, I didn't think the the movie was a particularly uh, pleasant film to look at. Oh it uh, I, I again, I don't watch rom coms, so I don't. Uh, or if this even counts as a rom com, it kind of seems to. Seems to
0: count. It's um, somewhat long. I understand
1: the lines. they go. I understand they go for the. Uh, you know the natural the natural look you know don't don't glamorize the actors you know don't don't get crazy it's just kind of mundane everyday and it's that's within its theme right that's within its nature but i mean a little a little, little something you know and get get a little creative with the shots i, I don't know you know you got the get the wardrobes going every yeah. every male figure in the movie was dressed like an you know uh, a male that grew up in you know
0: suburban areas yeah like just a stereotypical I'm, I'm white wild.
1: male like what's what's with the costume designing here what's with the uh, you know what's with just the colors of the movies the music you know just just kind of the craftsmanship of it i guess in that regard it i feel like i feel like it, it suffered it suffered a little bit it, yeah. it suffered a little bit there it could have pulled you in a little better had it had it done uh you know had it been more aware of how obvious it was being about the lack of work that they were putting into certain things i feel like but you know, that's 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 neither here nor there when it comes to premise and when it comes to why to watch the movie. That type of thing won't deter you from watching the movie, and it's not gonna break the, it's not gonna break the movie if you like it. You know what I mean? It's, mm. If you enjoy the film, it, that's not gonna ruin it for you, because um, again, as long as the premise hooks you, it's. It's over. That's that's a movie for you. That's a movie you should sit back and enjoy, and you know, take the story and like, wow, this is really happening to somebody. You know, this is this is an ongoing issue. This is systemic. This is this is bigger than you know than any one person can can be. It's just very nice for it, for you know for it. To, it's very important for it to exist, definitely.
0: Yeah. And all right, Kevin. That is all the time we have for this episode. Like, thank you for coming on the show. No problem. And uh.